Well, glory. Thank you for joining me today for another video in our series, Keys to Effective Ministry. In our first session, we covered key number one, which was dedication being a decision, not a feeling. Um, a lot of times we think that a decision is just a mental attitude you take towards something, but it's much more than that. And we talked about how it is a decision not a feeling. Key two was singleness of purpose. Our singleness of purpose is to meet the needs of the people. Today we're going to talk about key number three, which is follow the leadership of the Holy Ghost. There's a lot written on the Holy Spirit. There's a lot of videos out there on the other on the Holy Spirit. And so this is not going to be a very long video. I just want to call your attention to some main points. If you'll turn with me to 1 John 2, verse 27. 1 John 2, verse 27. It says, But the anointing which you have received of him abideth in you. And you need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teacheth you of all things, and is truth, and is no lie, and even as it hath taught you, you shall abide in him. Now, I want to add a quick uh, personal commentary here on this verse. This verse is not teaching that we do not have the teaching gift in the church today. There is much we can learn from teachers in the church. That is not the point that the Holy Spirit is making in this verse. God is talking about here that you do not have to depend on others to get what you need from the Word of God, that you can go straight to the Word yourself and through the power of the Holy Spirit you can gain the revelation knowledge that you need. So let's not confuse that. There is a role for teachers in the church. Now, having said that, in order to remain single-minded on the things of God, the third key to effective ministry is to rely on the leadership of the Spirit of God and not on your own understanding. We cannot rely on our own understanding of Scripture divorced from the Holy Spirit's guidance and leadership. The Holy Ghost has been given us as a teacher and a guide who leads us in accordance with God's will. By him we, we have the mind of Christ and we can handle every situation with the wisdom of God. Now, the key factor in that is we must be submitted to him, free from sin, repented when you do sin, is what I mean. We're not talking sinless perfection here. But, have an open spirit that God can work with. We are admonished to trust in the Lord with all our hearts, and we're warned to lean not on our own understanding. In all our ways acknowledge Him, and it is He who will make the way clear before us. So when ministering, never trust the path that your mind initially wants to take. Go to God. Pray about it. 
make sure you have the leading of the Holy Spirit. Don't depend upon your own natural understanding. <clears throat> Learn to follow the leadership of the Spirit within you. That, that's his reason for dwelling within you, is to lead you and guide you, direct you, keep you on track. If we're going to minister effectively to people's needs, we will have to be led of the Spirit because more often than not, we will find ourselves in situations that only access to the wisdom of God can handle. It's during times such as these our decision to meet the needs of the people must rise to the surface. Remember, that's key number two. Singleness of purpose is to meet the needs of the people. So during such times as these, our decision to meet the needs of the people must rise to the surface. Jesus said that the Holy Ghost would lead us into all truth and assured us that his sheep would know his voice. There's a lot of people in the church today that deny the present ministry of the Holy Spirit in speaking to his people. Now, the Holy Spirit will never lead you in a direction that's in opposition to the Word of God. We need to accept that first and foremost. But God still speaks to his people. He'll lead you. He'll guide you. He can sometimes take you in a direction that will lead you away from something that would have been dangerous had you continued in the direction you were currently headed. So the Holy Spirit still leads, he still guides, he still directs. We can't wait until we arrive in the situation to go and seek the wisdom of God. We have to be prepared beforehand. That's where you hear this phrase about being prayed up. We need to be prayed up, studied in the word, and prepared to meet any given situation. See, once there, we don't have time to pray through. We have to be prayed up, open and sensitive to the things of the Spirit in order to effectively deal with these situations. We can forget about being led by the Holy Ghost if we spend the majority of our time attending to personal affairs, playing golf with the mayor, making business appointments, coaching Little League, and watching television. It's not that any of those things are wrong. Don't misunderstand me. It's not that any of those things are wrong in and of themselves. It's a question of where your priorities are. Acts 20, 24 in the King James Version says, But none of these things move me. Neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus Christ to testify the gospel of the grace of God. So Paul had his, his focus, his attention on fulfilling his course finishing his journey and the ministry which he had received of the Lord Jesus, which was to testify the gospel of the grace of God.
Very simply, we must spend our time in prayer and in the Word beforehand. Otherwise, we will simply not be spiritually prepared to meet the needs of the people and overcome the obstacles that Satan will surely place in our lives. Now, I know today's lesson has been short. We're done. I know it's been short. But my goal was not to teach on the Holy Spirit. My goal is to teach you to follow the leadership of the Holy Spirit and emphasize how important that is. There's a lot of material about the Holy Spirit. We'll be talking about that in future uh, sessions. And I hope you'll join us. Listen, take some time to like this video and uh, hit the bell so you can get notifications of each time we publish a new video. We really love having you uh, with us, your support, your encouragement. I get encouraging words from some of you and it just really blesses my heart. I appreciate it so much. So take the time to like and push the bell and uh, join us next week when we speak about key number four, stripping away all else. That's all I'm going to say about that. We'll talk about the rest next week. And before I go, let me just say this. If you're in full-time ministry, if you're in lay ministry, if you're in part-time ministry, if you don't even think you're in ministry, read your Bible. Read it slow. Read every word. And read it as if you're seeing it for the first time. Until next week, God bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and give you strength in Jesus' mighty name.